Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. We broadcast you from Littleton, Colorado, backdropped with snow-capped mountains. It's beautiful outside. We love it, and we're here to capture what the Lord is doing, courtesy of Marketplace Chaplains and our good friend Jeff Reinhardt. We're going to get to Jeff in just a minute, but Martha, we are really trying to grow our podcast audience across the country. How can people sign up for our podcast? Well, we are, Jim. Where can they find it? Well, if they go to our I Work For Him website, iworkforhim.com, there is a podcast page, and on that is all the links for all of the different platforms that we're currently on. So you can go there and simply um, click on that link, and it will take you to subscribe. But uh, the reason we are doing this, why we podcast every show, is we know that people can't always tune in, that their schedule doesn't allow them to they hear the show. people don't just stop everything they're doing? Apparently not. Well, there's, we stream it two, three, four, five and six o'clock Eastern, why can't they just stop their life? Well, apparently... Unless you're my mom and dad, they do. They listen every day. The funniest thing we heard previously in Loveland, Colorado, was the fact that people listen to me at 1.5 when they play the podcast. Yes, you can speed up the podcast. So if Jim is not talking fast enough now, you can speed it up and listen to it even faster. But just go out to your favorite podcast platform, Type in I work for him, the number four, and you should find our podcast and subscribe. That would be fantastic. All right, so here's one of the things we've learned and understood over the last six years. When an organization grows and a Jesus-following leader or business owner says, hey, I want to be able to minister all the people underneath me, but I don't have time anymore. i got too many people that can't get done. That's when that organizational leader, long before they get to the point, they need to learn about the value of chaplaincy. And so we are partnering up today with Marketplace Chaplains to capture some stories here in Littleton, Colorado. And they arranged for us to occupy some uh, some great conference space from Red Rocks Credit Union. Mm-hmm. So if you're in this area, you need to check out Red Rocks Credit Union because they're doing a great job. And they give us free conference space. Really it's great. Lovely. And free air conditioning. It's really fantastic. Jeff Reinhardt, you have been with Marketplace Chaplains a number of years already. What is it about chaplaincy that transforms an organization? It's an amazing transformation, Jim. We look at the opportunity for a chaplain to go in and build a face-to-face relationship with employees. The nice thing about that is it allows them to, them being the employee, to have a platform of confidentiality where they can share pretty much all of life's struggles. 265 million people went to work in the U.S. today, and I'll guarantee you every one of them had a problem. Most of them have 15. Well, they're all human, almost 265 million. They're all human. Exactly. So they have issues. So what happens is they will sit at their workstation or on their laptop, on their computer, uh, in in the warehouse, wherever they are, and they will focus on those 15 problems. And they will let that thing just become a, uh, pretty much a focal point of their entire week. So... By seeing a chaplain just once or twice a week, they have that opportunity to unload. And it's a confidential place to let them be free. 
And those are often conversations that the employee would never have with a business owner or organizational leader, right? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, if they would have it with the business owner, the opportunity for that business owner to say, you don't fit in my organization, you need to leave, is always there. So we have to be very careful. And that's why we're so confidential. So if you run an organization or if you own a business, you need a chaplain. Please check out Marketplace Chaplains online, mchapusa.com, mchapusa.com. Jeff, why don't you introduce our first two guests for the first half of the show? I would like to. Thank you very much. And uh, I'd like to introduce my friend Dale Haas. Dale is the CEO of uh, AIS Industrial Supply here in Denver. And uh, Dale has been a uh, uh, a brief member with us since uh, about a year now. And uh, we're just thrilled to be able to serve in his establishment. And Chaplain Tom Williams is with us. This. Tom has been uh, a chaplain with us twice, uh, once from 95 to 98 down in Texas, and then again since 2015 here in the Denver area. So at what point in time did you do that connection thing between your faith and your work? As you came to work underneath Grandpa, you learned the business. And, and by the way, you can check out AIS online, toolsforconstruction.com, toolsforconstruction.com right here out of Denver, Colorado. W- when did you make that connection and said and found realized that, wow, I can be a, 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 an industrial supply guy? and give glory to God? Well, early on, I realized that I was reaching the end of my strengths of what I could accomplish, and I needed the Lord day to day to get the work done with everything that was thrown at me because I early on started taking on responsibility from my Uncle Kobe as, you know, he had been running the business for a long time and was ready to offload some responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So I started taking on a lot of things at a pretty young age, and I needed the Lord's help to get through that and to just help me. So there were so many times where I would just say, Lord, I cannot do this. I need your help. And, you know, through him, we were able to accomplish things that I never could have on my own. Wow. You know, and you you just put that in perspective. You just, you probably hate to imagine what it would be like if you weren't relying on him. Exactly. Where you would be today. So, Tom Williams, you are um, also... A, you're a chaplain with Marketplace Chaplains. Um, tell our listeners just quickly your faith story, how you became a follower of Jesus. Well, I was fortunate enough to have a family that took me to church regularly. And in that regular process, we were involved in going to doing different things in the church life. In uh, one year, when I was 11 years old, we went to a Billy Graham crusade. And we were sitting in the congregation. And when Billy Graham gave the testimony, asked for us to make a testimony of, of our life and mm-hmm. come forward, I I was able to, I walked forward that night and found out later that my older brother had walked forward, my mother had walked forward, and my father had walked forward. And Wow, it was, that's it, cool. It, it, was, it was really, it, it, I didn't know it at the time. It was just one of those things. But up until that 11-year-old time, my parents were taking me to church and doing those different things. And then from 11 going forward, it's like I found it was so important to have God available to me on a regular basis. And I knew that he was there with me. I knew that he was there for every decision I made. And I was able to do, you know, to draw my strength from him as a young child. And then growing up through high school, my home church started a college and majored in science. And I thought, okay, that's the direction I'm going because my dad was a pharmacist and I wanted to follow in his footsteps. And then about my junior year of college, I felt God say to me, 
Tom, what are you going to do for me for the rest of your life? And and so it was really important for me to figure out, okay, what does that mean? So I started asking everybody under the sun, how do I know what God wants me to do? And from there, I went uh, to, to finish school and went, okay, that's not what I'm going to major in. Went to seminary, you know, and from there, every day, every so often, God would open a door, close a door. Awesome. And allow me to, and Marketplace is just one of those ways. Mm-hmm. You've been back here in the Denver area for, for going on four years. Talk. There's a lot of people listening to the show today that are thinking, oh, this chaplaincy thing is curious to me about becoming a chaplain. Talk to the people. Why would somebody want to become a chaplain? I, I look forward. I served on church staff for a number of years. And one of the things you miss on church staff is you end up working with just your church family mostly. Well, what I saw in the chaplain program was the opportunity to get outside the church four walls and to go into an industry, go into the marketplace and talk to people and touch their lives in a different way, not knowing their background, not knowing anything about them, but just coming there to be alongside them and to share in their journey and see how I can be an assistance to them or help to them or a listening ear or whatever. So do you run it? I mean, you, you got friends, peers your age. Have you, have you recruited some chaplains to jump in with you guys at Marketplace Chaplains? We've recruited a few. I mean, it, it sounds like just a phenomenal opportunity. I mean, you get, you get paid to just develop relationships and minister to people. I mean, just to, to pray with people when they want to. I mean, you got a pretty cool job. Yeah, you get to go out and love on people like God told us to do. We're supposed to love on people, and we're not supposed to berate them, tear them down or anything, but to go out there and just be with them and share what's going on and hear what's going on in their life, share what's going on in your life, and just build some relationships that have nothing to do with your job or your church, but it's out there in the real world where people, they, they're looking for somebody they can trust and they can spend some time with uh, about everything that happens in their life. So let's talk about chaplaincy. You've got a couple of people that are with us on the show today. Why don't you reintroduce our guest and your other chaplain? Sure. Uh, our guest here is uh, Dale Haas, who is CEO of uh, AIS Industrial Supply. And uh, here in the Denver area, and Dale uh, uh, has about 45 employees that we are uh, fortunate and uh, honored and humbled to serve. And uh, our chaplain joining us on this segment is Stacy. Uh, Cleary and Stacy is uh, one of our uh, female chaplains that just is uh, an amazing soul. Stacy, you have the great privilege of being, I believe, the first female chaplain we've ever interviewed on I Work For Him. I'm honored by that. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Well, hopefully you'll be the first of hundreds. That's what I'm I hoping. I hope so too. Because, because we need female chaplains. <laughs> Well, say it again. We yeah. need female chaplains. So I'm going to come back to you in a second, Stacy. But Dale Haas, you've got 45 employees. We met Tom Williams. But both uh, Tom and Stacy frequent your business. That's correct. Yes, they come in uh, once a week and walk through the business and just talk to people. Whoever is available at the time. A lot of people are on the phone. But you know, anybody that's got something on their mind, they're available there for them to talk to. What kind of impact? Did, did you start with just one chaplain or did you start with two chaplains right from the beginning? Well, we started with two chaplains right from the beginning. One with Stacy predominantly talking to the ladies and, and Tom talking to all the guys. What kind of impact are you seeing? You know, that's something that, that's subtle. 
it's not necessarily something that I hear about directly. Uh, Jeff gave me a kind of a summary of the impacts uh, that had happened over the year. And you know, again, because I don't, I don't hear about what is being talked about, uh, they have to be real careful about what they sure. they report back to me. I've hear, heard, you know, small snippets of people saying, hey, that's really cool. Like yesterday I was with one of our outside sales guys and he says, that's really neat that we have somebody walking through the building helping people out. You know, he had worked for a big company and, and their way of working with that was giving people an 800 number they could call if they ever had something going on. But, but we have real living, living people coming through once a week that develop friendships and can talk to anybody about anything. Mm, that's so powerful. So Stacy Cleary, you are um, a chaplain at this organization. Yes. What led you? So you were, you know, right away you were like, we need more female chaplains. So let's talk about that and how God led you to become a chaplain, because that might help our listeners to, you know, be thinking and being creative and stuff. So tell us your story. Well, I don't have the same story as Dale and Tom. I was not raised in the church. I didn't go to church as a kid. I, by myself, got saved at about 15 through New Life, but didn't live my life as a Christian. Um, Did all the things that a divorced family girl does. Mm -hmm. And gratefully look back on it and see that Jesus was with me. Mm -hmm. even when I wasn't with him. But as I got older and more difficulties came into my life, I really saw how the world has been teaching women wrong about how to go about your life. And in so many ways, in so many ways. And it was driving me crazy. I did not like coming from a divorced family. It's not good for kids. And so, and I'd see my friends struggling. And when I did work, I saw coworkers struggling. And so as my kids got into full-time school, I thought, you know, I need to go give back. I heard a sermon at church about how you have such a circle of influence to help uh, people out there learn about Jesus and understand the loving way of him and how you can take that to your coworkers and your boss and loving your neighbor means your coworker and it means your boss who you're not happy with but you have to love them mm-hmm. and so and even marriages and stuff with women family and work and balancing it all was such a factor so um, my husband started chaplaining for Jeff um, and I loved hearing his stories and so when it was time where I could kind of go back into the workforce I thought I'm going to do this I'm going to check this out. This sounds really neat. And like you had said, Jim, it is going to visit your friends every day and establishing these wonderful relationships. And as time goes on, you get there, you say, hey, how did that happen? Or how'd that work out? Or how are you doing with this trouble or that problem? How's your husband doing? How are your kids? And it's just, it's, it's a wonderful thing to do with your life, to go help other women. I love kind of getting into there and seeing the picture of what that looks like, because that's how we're going to get more women chaplains Mm -hmm. by them seeing that it can work. It can be flexible. It is a a huge blessing. Speak about how it has grown you through this process. I've had more growth since starting chaplaining than I've ever had in my entire walk with Jesus. It's just been a constant of being able to show the love of Jesus, but not preach to people. Just kind of try to be the example 
of what he's done for me. And hey, why don't you try doing this or try doing that or see about this with your husband or your kids, that kind of stuff. That's been the biggest growth. It's been such a blessing to me. You've been running this company now, or you've been part of this company for 33 years. You've been running it. How many years have you been running it? The CEO? CEO? Uh, I've been CEO since 2005. Okay, so 14 years. Talk to us about, I mean, do your customers know that Jesus is at the center of the organization as well? It's not something that, you know, we, we don't, I don't have the verse printed on literature or things like that. I think it's uh, that people come to know it with interaction and, and just the way we do business and you know, one-on-one with, with people, I'll share it. And, and not all your employees are Jesus followers, are they? No, no. But, but do they know that it's okay for them not to be a Jesus follower working for Dale Haas? I hope they know that. I, I mean, it's not something that we've ever said. You have to be of a certain faith. It's more like if somebody brings up their faith story, I'll share with them. If somebody's going through something, I'll say, is it okay if I prayed for you? Um, but it's not something that, you know, they have to believe a certain way. You know, I think that that's really just good for our listeners to hear because I think some people struggle. You know, what do I do? How, how do I serve my people well? And that's why we're having this conversation about Marketplace Chaplains. It's just one of the many ways that you serve your people well and you steward this um, company that you are in charge of. Um, Jim, I wanted to go back to Stacy just for a minute because one of the things okay. I was thinking about this whole thing with chaplaincy and how you are, Stacy, you're able to befriend these women in the workplace and really listen. And, you know, I think that the reason there's a need for that is that unfortunately in our society, the family has broken down. We don't have necessarily, I'm blessed. I have big sisters that I can go to and talk to, but a lot of people don't have someone in their upline necessarily that has um, solid core values or that, you know, really will even take the time that they're not so busy and to have someone that can come alongside and just like you said, you know, if somebody's so busy, you can just stand there and, and wait, you know, and be there and they know that you're available and we don't live in a world like that. One of my accounts, there was a, a man there who was so struggling with finances. I don't even know. He just started. I just say hi to him. And he just started going. And I just said to him, hey, we're called to do two things in life. Love our Lord and love our neighbor. Beyond that, just enjoy. It's all going to work out. And so I remember he even said, gosh, thank you. I needed to be reminded of that. Just speak to the audience about living out their faith in their work. What's one piece of advice you can give the listeners today about living out their faith in their job every day? I think you need to be authentic. Be who you are. Don't try and... and preach let the way you you work and treat your employees be what speaks first not that you're you're preaching bible facts or or doctrine at them you know it's who you are and and treat them well you've been listening to i work room with your host jim and martha brangenberg as we broadcast from littleton colorado we're workplace our workplace is our mission field but ultimately i work for him Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at iWorkForHim and online, iWorkForHim.com.